Welcome into the Neutral Zone on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Tonight, Fred's GM is stepping down. Who's taking over? Jonathan Quick gets traded. Big Ten Tournament. All that and lots more. An NHL Superstar Roundtable. All that and lots more next on The Neutral Zone. Let's go! Good evening and welcome on into the Neutral Zone on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm your host, Zach Poplis. Adam Karnick has the night off. Tonight, lots to get into. We're going to talk some Big Ten hockey tournament, some Jonathan Quick movement with free agency winding down. Uh, The Preds GM is uh, retiring. Who could be up next? Also, we're going to talk at NHL Superstar Roundtable. And, yeah, lots more tonight. Busy night of hockey around the league. Um, We'll get you some scores here in a bit. But first, uh, we had a little housekeeping to do, like always. For the last eight years, IE Sports Radio has been bringing you amazing content, ranging from interviewing legendary athletes to building tailor-made shows dedicated to all major sports cities around the country. All the while, we've continued to be by the fans, for the fans, and with your help, we are ready to take the next step. When you go to our website, iesportsradio.com, you'll see our see our Patreon link with five different tiers. First one starting at just $5 a month. This donation gets you shout-outs on all 32 of our shows. Higher tiers include IE Sports Radio merchandise, access to our podcast and university, and even a chance to be featured on a segment of our flagship show, The Defining Moment. Thank you all very much for continuing to make IE Sports Radio your direct feed for all that is sports. With that being said, we want to thank our sponsors. Uh, M. Los Great, Key to the Gate, uh, Bay Area Raised, and Anonymous. Okay, so let's get into the news this week. Um, The... 
the basketball world is going crazy for the conference tournaments, soon to be the NCAA tournament, the Final Four and all that. Well, hockey has its own version. So the Big Ten tournament is going on right now. <clears throat> the first round is done. <sighs> They've moved on to the second round. Uh, <clears throat> first round uh, was uh, Notre Dame and Michigan State uh, in one bracket, Michigan and Wisconsin in another, and uh, Ohio State and Penn State in the third. So let's see here. Uh, it looks like, and it's all best of three series. Um, so Michigan State won the best of three series over Notre Dame. And Michigan won the best of three series over Wisconsin. With Ohio State winning the best of three series over Penn State. Those just wrapped up yesterday. Um, <clears throat> next, they move on to the, the what is this, semifinals, uh, which is back to single elimination. And it's Minnesota versus Michigan State in one bracket, taking place on uh, Saturday. And Michigan and Ohio State taking place in the other bracket on Saturday. Um, all games are taking place on the campus of the higher-seeded team. Um, so that's coming up this weekend, with the finals coming up the following weekend on March 18th, with the winners squaring off for the Big Ten men's ice hockey, uh, you know, tournament title. <clears throat> So, um, that is all going on at the moment. Um, let's see here. Uh, so we'll be looking forward to that. And then uh, after that, it'll go to the NCAA tournament um, and the Frozen Four, all that jazz. Um, so where tomorrow's stars are playing today. Uh, we'll keep you posted on the outcomes of all that and what the, who all makes the, the big dance for the hockey and, uh, you know, eventually who makes the, final, the Frozen Four. So, uh, okay. So that's the college game. Um, we've got another free agent acquisition to talk about uh, after all of our free agent moves last week uh, for you know future considerations or or other players, etc. <laughs> Growing prospects, whatever. Uh, Golden Knights have acquired goalie Jonathan Quick from Columbus. <clears throat> ESPN reporter Christian Schulten. Uh, from a couple days ago. Jonathan Quick is on the move again. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights acquired Quick in a trade with Columbus on Thursday in exchange for goaltender Michael Hutchinson and a 2025 seventh-round pick. The Blue Jackets remained retained 50% of Quick's salary slash cap hit in the deal. He is a pending unrestricted free agent in the final season of a 10-year, $58 million contract. 
Uh, this is the second transaction that Quick37 has been part of in the last 48 hours. Holy smokes. <laughs> Uh, the longtime Los Angeles Kings netminder was surprisingly included in the Kings blockbuster deal with the Blue Jackets on Tuesday that brought goaltender Junas uh, Korpisalo and defenseman Vladislav uh, Gavrikov to L.A. and Quick, a conditional first-round draft choice and a third-round pick going the other way. Quick was reportedly unhappy with Tuesday's trade and remained in L.A. while Columbus GM Jarmo... Uh, Kaikalainen assessed the market for another suitor willing to take quick on before Friday's deadline. The Golden Knights were a match, and they happened to be a key Pacific Division rival of the Kings. Ooh, things are going to get juicy. (laughs) Uh, Up the ante for sure in the Pacific Division. Uh, Vegas has been down a starting goaltender since Logan Thompson suffered a lower body injury last month. Coach Bruce Cassidy said this week Thompson is, quote, doing well, but also that he's, quote, nowhere near to being on the ice. Laurent Brassat took over but was sidelined by a lower body ailment over the weekend, leaving third stringer Aiden Hill and American Hockey League recall Hutchinson to man the Golden Knights cage. Oh, okay, the Hutchinson they referenced earlier. Gotcha. Uh... Vegas previously lost projected starter Robin Leonard to season-ending hip surgery in August. Now the Golden Knights have a new veteran option in their ranks. Quick had spent the entirety of his career with the Kings since the club drafted him in the third round, 72nd overall, of the 2005 NHL entry draft. He left as the most successful netminder in the franchise's history, having backstopped the team to two Stanley Cup championships in 12 and 14, and earning the Conn Smythe Trophy in 2012. Quick is also a two-time Vezina Trophy finalist and a William Jennings Trophy recipient. In recent seasons, uh, Quick play, Quick's play has declined from its peak, but he has remained an important part of LA's foundations. Uh, but this season, the veteran posted some of his worst numbers ever, going 11-13-4 with an .876 save percentage and a 3.50 goals against average. Phoenix Copley eventually took over more starts for the Kings, making Quick expendable. Corpusalo is younger at 28 and has played well. Uh, <clears throat> 0.913 save percentage and 3.13 goals against average. Oh, yeah, definitely. Behind a poor Columbus team. He's also a pending unrestricted free agent. The Kings could possibly re-sign in the summer. The NHL trade line is 3 p.m. on Friday. The trade NHL trade deadline, 3 p.m. Friday. There we go. So what does this mean? Um, well, it's, you know, Vegas is still still in contention for a playoff spot. Um, but they definitely need help at goalie. Um, so this makes sense to bring in, you know, a veteran. He may have, may have declined a bit, may not be having his best year, but he's definitely... Um, I mean, he helped him win two cups. I mean, come on. <laughs> he's definitely one of the best goaltenders out there. Um, so if nothing else, he's, it's nice to have a, for as much goal, as many, you know, as many goalies as they've gone through, as much turnover as they've had this year. Um, it's definitely good to have a veteran presence back there. Um, as it stands, Vegas is still leading the Pacific Division. 
38, 19, and 6 with 82 points. They're actually, speaking of, they're tied with L.A., (laughs) who also has 82 points. L.A. is sitting at 37 and 20 and 8 on the season. Um, With Seattle and Edmonton not far behind with 78 points apiece. And Calgary with 69 before it before the gap opens up quite a bit um in the western conference in the other half of the western conference in the central you got dallas with 81 points minnesota 78 winnipeg 75 colorado 74 nashville 69 before a bit of a gap uh with adams blackhawks down at the bottom 49 points on the season uh in the east uh boston (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wow. I mean every everybody else is within a couple points of each other and Boston is just head and shoulders above everybody. 103 points. Their next closest competitor is Toronto with 84. <laughs> I mean it's ridiculous. I mean I guess Carolina Carolina is in the opposite division but technically has 90 points. So that's that's still better but they're still 13 points behind Boston. I mean that's incredible how how good they are this year um <laughs> atlantic yeah boston with 103 toronto with 84 tampa bay with 79 buffalo with 68 ottawa 68 uh florida also 68 and then detroit with 65 uh so almost last place um in the metro you got carolina with 90 new jersey with 88 they've had they've had definitely a nice rebound this year uh Rangers with 79, Islanders 72, Pittsburgh 71, Washington 68 before dropping off Philly and Columbus. Um, but yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that's a couple, definitely a couple of trades in quick succession for for Jonathan Quick. It's been a whirlwind of a week, but, uh, you know, yeah, if you don't want to go to Columbus, I mean, <laughs> at least they found another trade partner out west for him, so he's you know, L.A. to L.V., so that's not too far. <laughs> uh, Kings to the VGK. Um, yeah. All right, so let's look at some scores around the league tonight. All right. Uh, speaking of those Golden Knights, they're trailing the Panthers one to two, one to two um, in the third period. Canadians are leading the Hurricanes three to two in the third. Devils are leading Maple Leafs three to two in the third. <coughs> Penguins and Blue Jackets are tied at four in the third. Things are all knotted up there. Um. Lightning is beating. They're beating the Flyers four to two in the third. Sabers and Islanders are all tied up at one at the end of the second period. Uh, Flames and Wild are tied at zero into the second. Uh, Blues and Coyotes. Blues are up one to nothing. Uh, almost, uh, almost halfway through the first. And Avalanche are leading the Sharks one to nothing again. Almost halfway through the first. With Ducks and Kraken still to go tonight at 10 p.m. All right. We'll give you another update of those at the end of this show. 
What else is going on? Uh, last week, uh, David Pole, Pole, uh, he announced he's retiring as the Nashville Predators general manager. And a familiar name is going to take over, Mr. Barry Trotz, formerly of the Capitals and the Islanders. Uh, David Poile, uh, the only general manager in Nashville Predators history, is retiring after this season, a person with direct knowledge of the situation told the Tennessean on Sunday. Poile, the NHL's winningest GM and a U.S. Hockey Hall of Famer, will be replaced by former Predators coach Barry Trotz. How did I not know he was a Predators coach? Weird. <laughs> My first introduction to him was as a capital, the Capitals coach. Um, the third winningest coach in NHL history, effective July 1st. In the meantime, the 60-year-old Trotz, who spent the first 15 seasons of Predators history as the team's coach, will serve as an advisor to Pauley. Uh, when Trotz takes over... Uh, Paule will shift into an advisory role to the new GM. Paule, the longest tenured active GM in the league and the third longest in league history, became the winningest general manager in league history when he earned the 1,320th victory of his career in March of 2018. Paule was 1,519 to 1,162 to 192 to 176 in his career going into Sunday. Paul A. joined the expansion Nashville Predators in 97 from the Washington Capitals. Oh, another tie they two have had together. Uh, and presided over the team's 2017... Uh, or And presided over the 2017 team that made... 2017 team that made the franchise's only appearance in the Stanley Cup Final. Paul A. was named the NHL's GM of the Year in 2017. The next season, Nashville won the only President's Trophy in franchise history after compiling the best record in the regular season. The Predators have made the playoffs 15 times in Poile, including the last eight seasons. Trotz was 551 and 479 in 60 and 115 seasons as the Predators coach, and he made the playoffs seven times. After he was fired by the Predators, <coughs> Trotz spent four seasons as head coach of the Capitals, and four more in the same position with the New York Islanders. That's crazy that he was only... Wow. <laughs> he was only with the Capitals four seasons, and that's that's how I know him. Like, I didn't realize he was only there for four years. <clears throat> um, he did win a Stanley Cup with the Capitals in 17-18 season, and was named NHL Coach of the Year in 15-16. and 16. His 914 wins put him third all-time in NHL history behind Scotty Bowman and Joel Quenville. So, uh, we wish David and Barry the best of luck in their new endeavors. Okay, uh, we're going to catch a break. You're listening to... Oh, almost did it. <laughs> You're listening to The Neutral Zone on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports.
Hey, sports fans. Do you like wine? Well, we've got the show for you. This is Let's Wine About Sports, a show where we talk about wine and sports simultaneously. From the classic Cabernet Sauvignon all the way down to the grapes that you've never even heard of before. Oh, yeah, we cover it all. And we'll talk about a little bit of sports as well. Football, hockey, collegiate, women's sports, it doesn't matter. We're going to talk about it all, and we're going to whine about it all. So join me Monday at 8 p.m. on IU Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Sports fans, do you like teams that are tough, cities that are tougher, and fan bases that are passionate about their teams? How about teams that are historic and stadiums that are iconic? Then you belong in Chicago, and you need to check out Chi-Town Weekly. Join me, Adam Kernan, every week as we keep up with all things Chicago sports. Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks. Cubs, White Sox, we'll cover them all plus more. The Windy City is always buzzing, and we'll keep you up on all the big games and major stories. So tune in to Chi-Town Weekly every week right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. waters of the Columbia River stretching across the Great Cascades and on IE Sports Radio lives the Northwest Territory Sports Show, hosted by me, Brad Buckingham. On this show, I cover all the great collegiate and professional sports teams that we have here in the Pacific Northwest. Of course, I'm talking about the Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Mariners, Sounders, and even the Seattle Kraken. But I can't forget all of that is good in Oregon either. I got the Trailblazers, the Oregon Ducks, the Beavers, even the Timbers, and much, much more. You can listen to this show every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, noon to 1 p.m. Pacific, on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports.
It's IE Sports Radio. It is your direct feed for all that is sports. It is Philly Sports Talk with Cash and Chris every Tuesday night right here on IE Sports Radio. Your direct feed for all that is sports. Philly Sports Talk with Cash and Chris, the most comprehensive view on Philadelphia sports exclusively right here on IE Sports Radio. You know what it is, your direct feed for all that is sports. Tuesday night, IE Sports Radio, Philly Sports Talk with Cash and Chris. going on everybody my name is harrison glazer and we're coming at you from the show that never sleeps podcast i cover the jets the islanders the nets and the yankees this is fiel Moss, and i cover the mets knicks rangers and the giants our show is live every wednesday through spreaker and a bunch of other ways to get our content Again, we're the show that never sleeps podcast. We talk about all those New York sports. It's a lot of fun. We get into all of it. Please tune in. Again, that's Wednesdays at 6 p.m. And we look forward to having you guys right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. back to the neutral zone on ie sports radio your direct feed for all that is sports i'm your host again zach puplis adam karnick has the night off okay so let's see here speaking of jonathan quick and we were talking earlier uh <laughs> from espn just the other day well that was quick <laughs> jonathan quick wins in vegas debut felt pretty comfortable i mean <laughs> If you think about it, look at look at Vegas's history. I mean, who's the first goalie they grabbed? You know, a big name player. You know, maybe starting to, in his decline out of Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, this this uh, trade to get uh, Jonathan Quick is really no different. So, uh, from March fifth, so Sunday, Jonathan Quick didn't have to didn't have to wait long. Uh, and he didn't have the sharpest debut, but he did enough to notch his first victory with the Vegas Golden Knights Sunday in a 4-3 victory over the Montreal Canadiens. Quick, a two-time Stanley Cup champion, acquired from the Columbus Blue Jackets on Thursday, uh, two days after he was traded from the LA Kings, had 25 saves in the victory. I felt pretty comfortable right from the get-go, Quick said. Obviously, a different setting, a different color jersey, but once you get there, you just try to play hockey. Quick, who knows the environment in Vegas as an opponent all too well, was greeted warmly by the fans when he led the Golden Knights onto the ice before the game. It's a fun building to play in, Quick said. These fans are great. We've known that since day one. Definitely a warm reception, and I enjoyed that. Where Quick, who will be an unrestricted free agent this summer, fits into Coach Bruce Cassidy's plans for the rest of the regular season and into the postseason remains to be seen. 
he could work his way into a starting role or be a backup like he was this season in L.A. But after this whirlwind week, <laughs> like I said earlier, <clears throat> the veteran will be ready for whatever comes his way. I'm a goalie, Quick said. So stop the puck, try to win. Ian Barbashev, another recent acquisition in Las Vegas, scored twice, and Shea Theodore and Riley Smith also tallied in the win for Vegas. Barbashev is very comfortable in front of the net, and that's where the, he, the forward found himself twice with the puck on his stick. He made the most of it. I think you'll see a lot more of that, Cassidy said. That's where he goes. That's where he hangs out. He's comfortable there, right out in front of the net. He was ready to use his feet, his stick, whatever is necessary. Mike Matheson, Alex Balzili, and Raphael Harvey-Pinard scored for Montreal, which lost its third straight game to finish a four-game road trip. Jake Allen had 24 saves. I never felt like we're out of it, Montreal coach Martin St. Louis said. The good thing today was that we were only down two after the first period. It could have been way worse. I know we have the type of game that we can come back. The Golden Knights led 3-0 entering the third period, but Montreal's Mike Matheson scored at 2-0-4 to get the Canadians on the board. It was Matheson's fifth goal of the season. Vegas restored its three-goal lead as Barbashev acquired, or well, as Barbashev acquired from St. Louis last Sunday, got his second of the game and twelfth of the season at 7:44. Uh, Belzili pulled the Canadians back within two, just two only three seconds later, with his second of the season. Montreal pulled to 4-3 to three another 35 seconds later as Harvey Pinar took a pass from Jesse Yolonen uh, from behind the net to be quick for his eighth. The Golden Knights will open a five-game road trip against the Florida Panthers on Tuesday. Tonight. <clears throat> uh, okay, and speaking of other free agent acquisitions, uh, Timo Meyer scored... Uh, as the Devils extend their point streak to five games. This is also from Sunday. Timo Meyer, acquired by the New Jersey Devils last week, had a goal in his debut as New Jersey won 5-4 to four in overtime over the Arizona Coyotes on Sunday. Meyer acquired from the San Jose Sharks in a blockbuster trade that involved nine players <coughs> and four draft picks last Sunday, backhanded a rebound past Connor Ingram at 9.09 of the first period. It was his 32nd goal of the season. Uh, I haven't played in a little bit, so I tried to go out there and keep it simple, said Meyer, who was coming off an upper body injury and last took the ice for the Sharks on February 18th. Devils coach Lindy Ruff put Meyer on the line with fellow high scorers Jack Hughes and Jesper Bratt. It's not easy to come back, Ruff said. One full practice. It'll take a while. We know what he can do. He's uh, gifted around the net. It was a good first outing. Nico Hishier scored the winning goal 23 seconds into overtime. Jesper Bockvist scored twice, and Damon Severson had a goal and an assist. Dougie Hamilton and Eric Howla each had two assists, and Vita Vanacek stopped 22 shots as New Jersey extended its point streak to five games, 4-0-1, and stayed two points behind... Two points behind the first place Carolina Hurricanes in the Metro Division. So, 
looks like Timo Meyer is already finding finding a new home and feeling comfortable there. All right. Let's check on the scores here for a minute. Uh, Hurricanes and Canadians are tied 3-all. Looks like they're going to overtime. Ooh, exciting. Uh, Blue Jackets and Penguins uh, are also tied still 4-4 four four in overtime. Two minutes uh, and change left to go. Lightning, is they're beating the Flyers 4-2. Uh, two minutes and 40 seconds left in the third. Islanders are leading the Sabres 3-2 in the third. Flames and Wild are still scoreless. Um, they're headed to the third in a little bit here. Uh, Blues and Coyotes are tied one all uh, at the end of one almost. And Avalanche have opened up a three-goal lead over the Sharks uh, with two minutes and 49 seconds left in the first. Uh, again, Ducks and Kraken still to come tonight at 10 p.m. Uh, we do have two uh, games that have gone final. Panthers beat the Golden Knights 2-1. to one. Wah, wah. And Maple Leafs beat the Devils 4-3. to three. Looks like that's going to stop their point streak, likely. Um, okay. Um, oh, here we go. Perfect. Um, all right, so back to the Big Ten tournament. Got some more details here for you. Um, Spartans are off to Minneapolis after a 4-2 to win in Game 3. Uh, from South Bend, Indiana, number 20, Michigan State, earned a 4-2 to win over Notre Dame on Sunday in the deciding game of the best-of-three Big Ten quarterfinal series, sending the Spartans to the Big Ten semis against Minnesota next weekend. Michigan State... 18-17-2 uh, on the season. Got a pair of goals and an assist from senior Nick Mueller and a go-ahead goal from Jeremy Davidson. The teams traded goals in the first period with Notre Dame going up 1-0 before the game was five minutes old on a power play goal by Justin Janicki. MSU countered with a goal just past the halfway mark when Mueller put, a, a, put back a rebound off an Eric Middledorf shot. MSU got the big second goal in the middle frame just after a media timeout as Mueller won the faceoff, dove to swipe the puck, and got it onto the stick of Jeremy Davidson, who knocked it home from below the hash marks for his second goal of the weekend. MSU then took a 3-1 lead on a Tiernan Shouty put back six minutes into the third period. As the end of the game drew closer, the Spartans held had to hold off a pressing Irish offense, and on a 6-4 power play goal with three minutes and 23 seconds left, to play when Hunter Strand scored at the right post. <clears throat> Nick Mueller then sealed the victory as the Irish continued to skate with Ryan Bischel on the bench in search of an equalizer. He potted his second of the game at 18-17 for the 4-2 final margin. Uh, Dylan St. Sire, St. Cyr, was positively masterful for Michigan State, playing what he described as possibly the best of his career as he backstopped the Spartans to a victory where his collegiate career began at Compton Family Ice Arena. He turned away 37 Irish shots and MSU's defense blocked 22 as Notre Dame was trying to give their home fans a win in their final game at home this season. 
Bischel made 24 saves for Notre Dame, which blocked 20 shots. Both Notre Dame goals came on the power play, where the Irish were 2 for 4. Notre Dame did not take a penalty in the game. The Spartans will play Minnesota at 9 p.m. Eastern next Saturday at Mariucci Arena. Uh, Here's some stats from the games. MSU earned its first postseason series win since 2013, when the Spartans won a best-of-three series at Alaska, uh, before falling to Miami in the quarterfinal series. MSU is now 4-2-1 against the Irish this season. Woo, how about that? (laughs) MSU's 18 wins is the most since the Spartans had 19 in 2011-2012, and the Spartans cannot finish under 500. Perfect. MSU's 18 wins under Adam Nightingale is the third most for a first-year head coach at MSU. Rick Comley had 23, Tom Anastos had 19. 20 of the last 22 games between these teams have been settled by two goals or less, and eight have been one-goal games. Five have been ties. Uh, MSU blocked 38 shots in the last two games of the series, which is the highest number for the Spartans in any two-game series all year. MSU blocked 22 in Sunday's game, which is the most since 23 in a November win versus Wisconsin. In the three games, the Spartans blocked 47 shots. Uh, MSU's nine penalties in the three-game series is its lowest since MSU and Minnesota both skated through two penalty-free games in December at Monice Arena. Nicholas Mueller <clears throat> scored his eighth goal of the season in the first period to tie the game at 1-1 to and had an impressive assist on the second goal for MSU before potting an empty netter. He had two assists in the Saturday game. Jeremy Davidson gave MSU the second period lead with his ninth goal of the season, and three Spartan players, Jagger Joshua, Karen Dorwatt, and Cole Kriegier, have double-digit goals. First time for MSU since the Patrick uh, Kodorenko, Taro Hiroshi, Mitchell Lewandowski line in 2018-2019. So, on to Minnesota on uh, this upcoming Saturday. Woo! We'll see if they have a chance to get to the big dance as well. Uh, All right, so we're going to hit one last little quick break, um, and then we'll wrap it up here. You're listening to The Neutral Zone on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. We'll be back. sports fans are you looking for the latest on northern california sports then take a trip out west with me your host gina g on reppin the norcal sports right here on ie sports radio your direct feed for all that is sports i'll be bringing it to you all the way live every monday at 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m eastern and it's always a packed show. I'll bring you everything 
Dynastic 49ers, the bite of the San Jose Sharks, torture of the San Francisco Giants, the Golden State Warriors that we still believe. Then take you across the bay to the rise and grind of the Oakland A's. I've got you covered on college ball from the Cal Bears to the Stanford Cardinal so that no matter what, repping a NorCal sports is always repping the bay. So if you bleed red and gold or you're looking to keep an eye out west in them thar hills, don't miss me, Gina G, on repping a NorCal sports. Catch me every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, and I'll have your fandom repped harder than a trio of Defenders Garden Stephen Curry before his buzzer beater is Gucci. What's happening, sports fans? Are you a fan of Southern California sports? Are you looking for a show hotter than a hot summer day in California? Then look no further than the SoCal Supreme Sports Show, where I talk about all things Southern California sports. That's right, all sports teams from Southern California. From the hard-hitting tackles of the NFL, to the killer crossovers and big three-pointers of the NBA and WNBA, to the grand slams of the MLB, to the bone-chilling goals of the NHL, and to the booming kicks of the MLS, the SoCal Supreme Sports Show has it all for you. Oh, and let us not forget about the college sports as well. So join me, Taryn Rodriguez, every week here on iSports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. And we're back to the Neutral Zone on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Once again, I'm your host, Zach Poplis. All right, a couple last little quick hits, and we'll get out of here for the night. And we'll be back next week. Uh, So we talked about the Michigan State win in the Big Ten Tournament. Well, let's talk about the Michigan win. Uh, So the Michigan hockey team will face Ohio State on Saturday night at Yost Ice Arena in Ann Arbor. In the Big Ten Tournament semifinals, 6.30 p.m. on Big Ten Network. For the Wolverines, the single elimination game presents an opportunity for revenge. The Buckeyes won the regular season series 2-1-1, including a victory in the face-off on the lake outdoor game in Cleveland. U of M reached the semifinals by sweeping Wisconsin last weekend at Yost. Ohio State needed Game 3, but it took care of business on home ice uh, against Penn State to advance. The winner of Michigan versus Ohio State will advance to the Big Ten Tournament Championship game, which will be held on Saturday, March 18th at the highest remaining seed um, against either Michigan State or Minnesota. Uh, What they said, Brandon uh, Narado on the Wolverines. 
um, on two close games in the Wisconsin series. Well, maybe it's just our team. I don't know if a lot of people would like that. It's not good for my blood pressure. But we're finding ways to win. We just won a game by three goals, so it's positive. I don't care if it's three to nothing or seven to four. Are we struggling defensively? I don't think so. It's just one little play, and it's in the back of your net. You're never going to play a perfect game. Teams that are overly worried, uh, overly worried about defense, something's got to go. Something's going wrong at the other end. We're worried about both. On who deserves the Hobie Baker? It's an absolute no-brainer. Adam Fantilli, all day long. I think he's shown it in so many ways. Adam Fantilli is my first, second, and third vote. NCAA tournament picture. The Big Ten this season became the nation's toughest conference with six of seven teams in contention in the closing weeks. The Big Ten quarterfinals provided a little more clarity. Wisconsin is out after U of M ended its season and potentially Tony Granato's coaching tenure with the sweep in Ann Arbor. Notre Dame is also almost certainly out with two losses to Michigan State pushing the Irish to the wrong side of the bubble. Uh, the Spartans are in the mix, courtesy of two wins against Notre Dame, the first two Big Ten tournament wins in program history. Yay! A win in Minneapolis would almost certainly clinch an at-large bid. Ooh, even more at stake. I love it. Uh, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, and Minnesota are all locks to make the NCAA tournament. Per College Hockey News, the Wolverines are more likely than not, 65%, to earn the final number one seed in the 16-team tournament. Elsewhere in college hockey, Alaska Fairbanks has become one of the sport's better stories. The Nanooks, playing an independent schedule, have climbed 13th in the rankings and await their NCAA tournament fate. The NCAA tournament bracket will be announced on Sunday, March 19th. Uh, So Selection Sunday for basketball is coming up this week. Selection Sunday for hockey is the week after, it looks like. Uh, regionals are in Fargo, North Dakota, Manchester, New Hampshire, Allentown, Pennsylvania, and Bridgeport, Connecticut. The 2023 Frozen Four will be held at Amelie Arena in T- uh, Tampa, Florida. National Semis will be held on April 6th. National Championship will take place on April 8th. So, there you go. Um, a little wrap-up of this weekend's Big Ten tournament action, as well as some previews of next week's Big Ten Tournament action and looking forward to the NCAA Tournament and the Frozen Four. Um, Speaking of Wisconsin's coach, uh, so let's see here. Yeah, Wisconsin has fired coach Tony Granato as the men's hockey coach following a second straight losing season. Granato posted a 105-129 and 16 overall mark and a 65 87 and two big 10 record during his seven seasons wisconsin ended a 13 23 season saturday losing to michigan in the big 10 quarterfinals coach granada was a great badger and no one is more passionate about uh wisconsin hockey or the university of wisconsin than he is athletic director chris mcintosh said monday in a statement I have great appreciation for his heart and soul that he has poured into the program during his time as head coach. I believe our men's hockey programs program can consistently compete at a championship level. My intention is to find a coach that will lead the effort to get us there. Granado played at Wisconsin from 1983 to 1987 before spending 13 seasons as an NHL player and 13 more as either an NHL head or assistant coach. 
In the NHL, he played in 773 games, finishing with 248 games and 492 points. He played for the Rangers, the Kings, and the Sharks. He still ranks third in school history in career goals, 100, and fourth in points with 220. But he just couldn't make Wisconsin a consistent winner after returning to his alma mater as head coach. Sounds kind of like Scott Frost, only in hockey terms. Um, Granado was named Big Ten Coach of the Year in 2017 and 2021 when the Badgers won their most recent conference title. But those were Wisconsin's only two winning seasons in his seven years. Wisconsin's 13-23 and record this season followed a 10-24-3 and and mark in the 2021-2022 campaign. So, happy trails, Tony Granato. Uh, real quick, um, Connor McDavid, quote, the best player in the world. He hits a career-high 124 points. Uh, this just happened today. Um, yeah, continuing to make a case to win his third Hart Trophy for MVP in eight seasons uh, with his 12th multi-goal game of the season, helping the Oilers to a pivotal two points in a clogged Western Conference playoff race. We can talk more about that next week. Uh, okay, one last check of the scores here before we head out of here. Uh, Hurricanes and Canadians are tied 3-all in the shootout. Sabres and Islanders. Islanders lead 3-2 to two with a couple minutes left in the third. Flames and Wild are still scoreless into the third. My goodness. <clears throat> Blues and Coyotes are tied 1-all at the end of the first. Avalanche and Sharks. Avalanche lead 3 to nothing at the end of the first. Uh, Kraken and Ducks still to come tonight. Panthers beat the Golden Knights 2-1. Maple Leafs beat the Devils 4-3. Penguins finally broke the tie 5-4 in overtime over the Blue Jackets. And the Lightning beat the Flyers 5-2. All right. There's the horn. That means it's time to get out of here. Uh, everybody have a great night. Uh, stay safe. want to thank our sponsors again. Uh, Bay Area Raised, M. Los Great, Key to the Gate, and Anonymous. Uh, all of our Patreon supporters if you, too, want to become a Patreon supporter, you can go to our website, iesportsradio.com. Uh, and, yeah, we're going to get out of here for the night. Uh, don't get checked in the boards. Uh, stay out of the penalty box, protect your five-hole, and have a good night. <laughs>